there's a really interesting conversation going on in the comments on one of my recent Instagram posts, and I wanted to chat about it here in the podcast because it's kind of confusing and this topic comes up a lot. So this person on Instagram said, how do you say no to snacks but honor and encourage them listening to their bodies and voicing their hunger? Today, I'm going to talk about how to say no to kids' food and snack requests, why you should say no, when you should say no, and why this is definitely not child abuse or starving them the way that some people were feeling in my comments. Welcome back to Feeding Toddlers Made Easy, where I make nutrition for toddlers and young kids not be terrible. If this is your first or second time listening, I want to give you a special welcome because I'm so glad that you found me here. And if you've been around for a while, you're amazing. And I bet you've had some wins with feeding your little ones. I'd love to hear about it in a review on the podcast. If you don't know me, I'm Casey Barnes. I'm based out of Dallas, Texas. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. I have a master of clinical nutrition. I'm a mom of two. My mom would love for me to have like 11 more children, but I've transitioned to baby holder from baby maker, and I'm an expert on feeding little kids, so if you've got a little one, you are in the right place. Okay, so here's one of the comments that came through on that post. This woman said, remember, this is her opinion. This is not a fact. She says, it's really important to allow kids to eat whenever they ask, even if we're choosing what they eat because it's one of their first exposures to autonomy and listening to their body. If we want them to learn when to go to the bathroom, we should aim to do that with food too. Not only are they directly linked, but autonomy should be offered as much as possible so kids can grow into autonomous adults. And someone else said, period. (laughs) And someone said, okay, yes, this. I can't imagine refusing to let my child eat when she tells me she's hungry and needs a snack. I want to read to you my response to this little exchange, and then I'm going to explain a little bit deeper. Here's what I said. I said, I definitely don't believe in starving them, but I also believe in adults having schedules and boundaries that help your kid's day go smoothly. Sometimes it's not practical to give a snack, depending on what else you're doing, and that's okay. When you have a regular meal and snack schedule, they never go more than three hours in between eating opportunities which is frequent enough for the vast majority of kids. Of course, you can parent in whatever way works best for you. This is just what I find to be my best recommendation. It's also good from a physiological perspective to allow their body to naturally build up a normal level of hunger and then eat a meal. Hunger is usually not an emergency in the context of a regular, consistent meal and snack schedule. So that's why I don't feel it's a problem to say, not right now, sometimes when children ask. They also ask out of boredom or other emotional needs sometimes. It's not always true hunger, and I like to teach them how to manage their feelings without using food. It's fine if you disagree, just wanted to share more of my reasoning here. And I stand behind that. Like, if you think I'm a complete wacko, that's totally fine. But I promise my recommendations are based off of what's best for them physiologically, so scientifically what is good and healthy for their bodies, as well as from a parenting standpoint so that you can have effective boundaries in place and not be walked all over by your two-year-old. Let's talk more about why you might want to say no to snack requests. Routines are really helpful for both you and your toddler, 
And it's very disruptive if you need to keep stopping what you're doing during the day to get a snack whenever they ask for it. Like, when they say jump, you don't have to say how high. That's not how this needs to work. And a lot of times, if they realize that when they tell you they want a food and you run and go get it, it just kind of reinforces that cycle and it can become a disaster. They might start grazing all day long, not eating their meals, then you're frustrated because they're not eating meals. You never have a break because you're always having to go get them something. It's just not practical, and that's okay. It's okay for them not to be completely happy and satisfied with the way that you're doing things all day long. It's completely unrelated to them starving. They're not starving in a scenario when you have breakfast, morning snack, lunch, afternoon snack, dinner. Like, there's no starvation going on there. You're not denying them of a physical need. They really do feel safer when you are in control, even when it seems like they are demanding to be in control. It's kind of like they're testing to see where they stand with you and where you're going to push back and where you're going to create the boundary. It's part of their job as toddlers to figure out where those boundaries are, and it's part of your job as their parent or their caregiver to show them where those boundaries are. That's healthy and that's appropriate. You have the experience, insight, and maturity, hopefully, to realize that it's not good for them to say yes to every single request that they make, whether it be food or otherwise. So them at two years old, they don't have all this life experience that you do. They don't realize that it's a complete disruption to go from you're playing, you're doing something else, you're going out, and you can't just go whip up whatever they want in the kitchen at any given moment. And like I said before, you are absolutely not starving them. When you stick to a regular routine of meals and snacks and make sure you offer at least one thing that they like at those meals, you know, if you're giving them a plate of like anchovies and oysters and they don't eat that, that's not really giving them an opportunity to eat. But if you give them option that they like at least one, they won't have to like everything on the table, but you're giving them something that they like, you're giving them an opportunity to eat. And just as a general reminder, it's okay to say no to your child. There's no one, no one else in their life who's going to say yes to everything. And it's good for them to learn how to handle not getting their way. Every day, we all go through this. We don't get our way 100% of the time all throughout the day. So what a great way to start teaching them that it's not all about them all the time. I mean... What do you think it would look like if your child ran the day? I'm not saying that you do this, but like, I think, okay, my daughter, I'm thinking back to when she's like two, two and a half, maybe three. If she decided, okay, we would probably eat chocolate chips for breakfast when we got up watching a show. Then maybe an hour later, we'd like go get a chocolate croissant. And then maybe like an hour later, have some juice or some milk. And then later, maybe like, strawberries and then goldfish an hour later you know what I'm saying like we just we need to be the ones driving that ship snack time is important and necessary so I'm not advocating removing snack time preschool snack time a toddler any young child snack time they should have that mid-morning and mid-afternoon not all day I have posts on grazing so if that becomes an issue for you please go listen I'll link that in the show notes 
And the other thing to know about snack time is that if they have crunchy air, like, you know, just crackers or goldfish or puffs, that kind of stuff, they are likely going to ask for another snack shortly thereafter and probably will actually be hungry. So make sure that the snack is something filling. I'll link for you in the show notes some ideas for snacks so that you can have an idea of what that can look like. So what I'm encouraging you to do here is make sure that when you are offering them those meal and snack opportunities that you're giving them a chance to fill up. There are times they're not going to eat at all. There are times they're going to eat very little, but you are giving them that opportunity to fill their belly so they get the message, this is when I'm supposed to eat, not 100 other times throughout the day when I just feel like asking for something. How do you say no without feeling like a tyrant? If they are saying they're hungry, we don't know for sure if they are hungry because they may have learned at some point that they need to tell you they are hungry to get something to eat. So they may, in their brains, be like, I'm bored. Popcorn sounds nice. And then they realize, if I just say, Mom, I want popcorn, that hasn't worked in the past. But if I say, Mom, I'm hungry, or I start crying or I throw a tantrum, then I get the popcorn. So they learn, they pick up on that stuff really fast. And sometimes they do want something to eat because they're bored or upset. I mean, we've all been there when we're trying to make an important phone call or trying to finish something that we're working on or just whatever it is and we hand them a snack to keep them occupied or like you're traveling. You know, there are always those times where you do that. And it's okay to do that sometimes, but you don't want it to become the automatic or only response to them being bored, uncomfortable, upset that they get food because then that's going to reinforce that habit. So I'm not saying that you should be distrusting of them, but usually you can tell by their behavior if they are truly hungry or if they want a snack for fun or distraction. The more that you can be consistent with a routine of meals and snacks occurring around the same time each day, the less that they will ask you for other random snacks and the easier it is to say no when they ask for those random snacks outside of snack time. Because all you have to do is look at the time and say, you would like a snack now, but it's not snack time yet. Snack time is coming after fill in the blank. Insert whatever activity you're going to do or finish up or you can give them amount of time if they're old enough, set a timer if that works for them, but the two-year-old is not going to know what 30 minutes means, so I instead would say, after I finish folding this basket of laundry, then it will be snack time. If they are clearly very hungry or it just makes sense to rearrange the schedule to eat now rather than later, that is totally fine. The point is that you just don't have to say yes just because they made the request. So they're asking for food, you're feeling inside, I don't really want to give them a snack right now, or I just fed them a couple minutes ago. It's okay to listen to that instinct and say, you know what, it's not snack time right now. Let's walk through some scenarios and scripts for you so that you have something easy to pull on in the moment. So these will also always be, everything's in the show notes. Everything I always talk about on here is always in the show notes. But if you want to go grab these examples, then make sure you head to my website and to the podcast. 
let's go over the can I have chocolate chips for breakfast or insert whatever treat food they want for breakfast. I would say that's not on the menu this morning. You can choose waffles or avocado toast, whatever the options are. Which would you like? That's it. When your child chose not to eat their meal, for example, and they're asking for a snack two minutes after, I would say, you want a snack, but you just had a chance to eat at lunchtime. The kitchen is closed right now. Snack time will be after we fill in the blank. So you're keeping it really just like fact-based and you're just kind of saying, this is the schedule. This is what's happening. They might get upset. You can't control that part. Let's talk about when they're melting down because you won't give the snack when they ask. I would say something like, I see that you're not happy about this. Do you want a hug? Or use whatever strategies work well for them when they get into that meltdown mode over anything else besides food. It's not any different just because it's about food, but sometimes that's a trigger for us as parents, especially those of us who have experienced food insecurity in the past. I've spoken with lots of parents who say that that's very triggering for them because they didn't always have enough to eat. And so they're really worried about their kids not having enough. So that wouldn't make sense if that is something that is triggering for you. If they ask for food and you tell them not right now and they say, but I'm hungry now, I would say, you're hungry. Tell me, where do you feel it in your body? If they're calm, we can try to have that conversation so that we can try to help them identify where they feel the hunger in their body. But if they're escalated, I would be like, yes, I see you're hungry now. The problem is right now is not snack time. I will not forget when snack time is. We can have peanut butter crackers or yogurt with blueberries when it's snack time. Which will you choose? So let them know that like you have the plan for snack time and they can pick what it is. Sometimes that helps them to feel more control like, okay, I know that it's coming and this is what I want to pick. That doesn't always go that smoothly, but (laughs) sometimes things go well like that. What about when they complain about what's for dinner or they refuse to eat what you made for dinner? Here's what I would say. You're not happy with this meal. You don't have to eat, but this is the last chance to eat today. If your belly needs food, you'll need to eat something from your dinner. You could also, if they're getting upset, I would say, let's take a break to calm your body down and then come back to the table when you're ready. And you can take them away from the table, whatever works best for y'all. But that's what I would have to do a lot with Amelia. Teddy, my older one, he would kind of just fall to the floor and have his tantrum. And I kind of would just have to ride it out. And then he usually would come back to the table. Same thing with Amelia. I She would work it out. And then I, I'm not a parenting expert, you guys. I'm not. But I'm just saying these are the ways that I would handle this, knowing my nutrition knowledge, my toddler knowledge, and whatever. So take it or leave it. Okay. When they ask for a dessert that you're not planning on having that day. That happens a lot. I would say something like, Oh, I love ice cream too. That sounds so delicious. It's not on our menu for today, but I'll take a look at the calendar to see what day we can get some ice cream. Or maybe you say, Ugh, we don't have any, but next time I go to the grocery store, I'll pick some up. What flavor would you like? It's really up to you what you're comfortable with. Or maybe you have some in the house 
they see it, but you weren't planning on serving dessert that day. You can simply say, that does sound delicious. It's not on the menu today, but it will be on Friday. I'll write it down on the calendar for us. I do try to emphasize writing things down or drawing things out like it's this symbolic gesture to them because like they don't know that you're just going to keep it in your brain or whatever. Like it helps them feel again like they have some more control over the situation and that you're really hearing them and that you get what they really want. Like that way they see you put it down on paper. You could literally draw a picture of an ice cream cone on a sticky note and like that will probably satisfy them. Now, I'm curious if you have other helpful phrases that you say when these situations come up, share them in the comments on the show notes for this episode on mamaknowsnutrition.com forward slash podcast. I know other parents would love to see what works for you and your little one. Thank you for joining me today. Make sure to follow Feeding Toddlers Made Easy wherever you listen to podcasts so that you can always find me. And please leave me a five-star rating and review. It means the world to me. Bye.